everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Glowhood Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Mamet. In today's episode, we're going to be touching on reclaiming and protecting your energy. So now let's get into it. Okay, so reclaiming and protecting your energy. This episode is going to dive a bit deeper than what has been covered previously, so um, just please keep an open mind when you're listening to this episode. Everything that I'm speaking on is going to be um, generalized, and even though I'm touching on things that are deeper, um, I may phrase it in a way where it seems surface level, so just try and open your mind and really think deeply about what I'm going to say in this episode. All right. Okay. So reclaiming and protecting your energy. Now, as a, you know, a regular person, you're not really thinking of your energy in terms of, you know, the same way you would think of energy that is powering all of our devices and powering, you know, cars and whatever. Our energy does the same thing for our bodies and for ourselves. So Your life force energy is what is used for you to be able to get through the day, for you also to get through the night, also when you're sleeping. It is the thing, the very essence that is why you are alive. That is your energy. And protecting it is very, very important in order to have a peaceful, and not even just a peaceful, but to at least um, navigate the different trials and tribulations that we go through in life another thing is reclaiming your energy so we'll touch on that a little bit later in this episode but i just want you guys to keep those two things in mind protecting your energy and reclaiming your energy the first thing that we'll get into is the mind so the mind is you know more than what you probably think of it's more than a thought processor um And it's more than a body function regulator and all those things that we typically think of when we think of the brain and the mind and the activities that it does for us. It's also where your consciousness lives. So it's where you live, technically, and our minds are capable of manifesting and creating things. So our minds are the most powerful tool and resource that we have. And one thing that I want to stress is our minds is te- is technically where we live. That is when you say some you, you as an individual is in your mind. And it's not just your body. Your body is what you are using to navigate, but your mind is actually you. One thing too that a lot of people may not know is that although your mind can receive and send messages you know through various avenues like you speaking or you creating something writing doing whatever it can also receive and send other information in ways that um, our modern society doesn't really talk about so think of it as an antenna where you can receive different radio frequencies and you can pick up different things and you can also send out different things that is where your energy starts to come into play because that energy will go to wherever it sees that there's an avenue for um, reception and vice versa. So if someone is sending you 
different energy, you can kind of pick up on it. Um, an example is like, have you ever been in a room with people who you don't know and you see how you gravitate towards some people versus others? That is your frequencies matching. It may be good and it may be bad. We don't know. You, you really don't know until you like interact with that person more or less. So at that point, when you gravitate toward those people, your energies are matching. So that means your brains are picking up different signals that are external to what you are actually conscious of. And in that sense, it's enabling you to make whatever connections you need to make to be able to get to the next step to whatever you're supposed to do. Um, so think of it this way. Your mind is a conductor. And when I say conductor, um, it's a conductor of other dimensions and other realms, such as the spiritual and metaphysical realms. These are things that we don't talk about in our modern society. I'm not really sure why, um, but it's just not talked about. It's the vast majority of our population is very ignorant to this and very vital part of our existence. But, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully with this, listening to this, you guys can go and do further research and really dive deep and figure out, you know, other components to your essence and to your being. So anyways, like I was saying is um, your mind is a conductor and... One thing, and this is a disclaimer, I'm not saying that anyone who has a mental illness has, um, you know, this is what it is. This is an example. This is something that I know in my own personal life. This is from my experience. That doesn't mean that this applies to everyone across the board. But in what I've seen in my own personal life and in my family history and things like that, is that if there's a mental illness, that usually means that there is um, some type of metaphysical or spiritual um, turmoil going on at the same time. So usually that means like a portal within the mind has been opened and when it's open, you know, different things can go in and out. One thing is like doing substances can weaken that um, the portal entryway so that it allows things and entities to, you know, enter into the mind, enter into the body, and it can manipulate the person to behave in whatever fashion it feels. And another thing that I'm going to stress and talk on is, you know, like I said, there is multiple dimensions within our current reality that we are not aware of. Um, a lot of us are not aware of, like, how deep everything goes. So I just want you guys to like really research. Meditation is always good. Um, for me, I meditate um, and I don't empty my mind out 100% just because I don't want anything just to, you know, pop in that is not invited. But you can meditate however you want. Um, and then however you choose to go about that, it will definitely connect you more to the other dimensions that we are occupying. The mind, body, and soul are connected um, and then this is a concept that I kind of just came up with recently that it just it literally popped in my head but your body your physical body is your anchor body so that is the actual vessel that is allowing you to be able to operate in our three-dimensional world that we are living in our lucid body so lucid as in l-u-c-i-d lucid body that's your mind that is the actual part of your body that is, you know, 
making decisions and entering in and out of different dimensions and realities. And then your dimensional body, because there's a lucid body, which is what you're aware of, your consciousness and everything, and then there's your dimensional body, which is the actual vessel that is able to go into different um, realms and dimensions while still being in your actual anchor body. That is where the soul is. So your dimensional body is able to see different things and um, operate in a way that the other two bodies are not able to. So all three of those things connected are what makes a human besides, you know, all of our typical, you know, our organs and, you know, our anchor body that everything is always so focused on. There's other parts of us that are um, equally important. So now that I've explained those concepts, let me talk about how to protect and to reclaim your energy because without being aware of that it's going to be very difficult for you to you know protect your energy it's going to be very difficult for you to reclaim it in case anything happens and you weren't able to protect it properly during whatever situation or instance okay so reclaiming your energy is first thing to reclaim your energy and even to protect it too this goes cross board is to heal If you have experienced any type of trauma, whether physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, whatever the case, if you experience any type of trauma, heal. That's the only way you're going to be able to reclaim your energy because if you have not healed, your energy is still in that situation. It is still reliving whatever traumatic instance or instances that have been you know, basically disturbing your peace and it's not going to allow you to be able to fully walk in your purpose and to fully understand what is going on around you because parts of your energy are being siphoned off into different things. So make sure that you heal. Healing is foundational and it is your personal responsibility. Even though what happened to you was not your fault, you healing that is your responsibility if you want to be able to still function you need to heal once you do that it will mend the disconnect between the three bodies and in order to heal you need to address the pain don't bury it and don't hide it address it head on as painful as it is address it head on because that's the only way you're going to be able to know how to heal that's the only way you're going to be able to protect your energy in, or reclaim your energy. Sorry. Um, protecting your energy. So this is after you've already healed. You've already, you know, you already have done the inner work that you needed to do in order to be able to become a properly functioning, um, productive, and not even necessarily productive, but just a, a functioning, healthy human. Protecting your energy. So now when you are protecting your energy and you've already healed, you're going to be able to sense when someone is trying to throw you off. You're going to be able to sense when something is trying to come in to disturb your peace or to disturb your energy. Because unfortunately, there are other people out there who look at people who seem to have it together or who they may be envious of. And it could be any plethora of reason why they're envious. There's no rhyme or reason to it some people are envious because of how other people like you some people are envious because of how you look some people are envious because of your family background like it could literally be any and everything so 
those people who would be envious of you are going to throw negativity your way, one way or another. They're going to try and shake you up and see if they can rattle you a bit. So in an instance like that, what you need to do is always stay calm. Protect your energy and stay calm. Think of solutions and not problems when you're dealing with an issue. So think of how you would get out of that situation or what the best course of action is. As Michelle Obama stated a few years back, she said, when they go low, we go high. And that's just not talking about if they hit below the belt and they're insulting you and they're making your life miserable that you just go high. It's also on a frequency level, your energy. If your energy is resting in a lower state, if they're also doing something to you in a lower state, it'll actually impact you and it will hurt you. But if you are at an elevated state, even if they're throwing stuff at you, it cannot reach you and it cannot penetrate your essence. So that's actually a really good way to protect yourself is to be the bigger person, rise above it. Make sure that your head is always, you know, looking up. You know, don't feel sad. Don't feed into the negativity. Don't um, try and match their energy, especially if it's something negative. And that's something that all of us deal with. I know that. I I deal with that issue in particular myself. I'm the type of person that I will match your energy, whether it's good or bad. I match energy. So that's something I'm I'm working through. You know. So don't don't take what I'm trying to say as I'm perfect and I know everything. I don't. These are just a few lessons that I've picked up along the way along with some you know experience and knowledge that I've you know encountered so another thing is to remove yourself from uncomfortable situations and when I say uncomfortable I'm saying if it's not something that you necessarily need to be involved in remove yourself from that situation there is no reason why you should be engaging in a social media beef when you can simply log off the app or when you can simply turn off your phone. Even if there's millions of people who are harassing you, you can turn off your phone and guess what? It's over. If it's happening to you in terms of like you're in school or something and these are people at your school who are also harassing you online, then try, and, try not to engage. My boss, she always tells us, don't connect. Because when you connect is when it can really latch on. So always don't connect. She always says us. She always tells us like, don't connect, don't connect. And that's the thing. Don't connect. It's just like if you have a plug in your hand, you have to actually plug it in to the electrical source for the energy to flow through it. So if you don't connect, there is no power behind it. There is no energy. There is no way that whatever that other individual is doing to you, if it's negative, that it will penetrate. There is no way because it's not connected. So try and remember that. Also, try to set up safety nets and do not allow your boundaries to be crossed. So uh, if you feel like you don't know that you'd be able to handle this situation, whatever it is, you know, any particular situation, you don't think that you would be able to handle it without something, you know, something wrong happening, then try to make sure, try and avoid that situation altogether if you can. Or try and find a solution and try and think of the end goal. If you cannot do any of these things, don't allow your boundaries to be crossed. If you're someone like me who who has a, a hard time 
with setting and sticking to boundaries, I encourage you to buy some books, do some, you know, self-learning, do some self-improvement, self-reflection, go see a therapist, do whatever you need to do to make sure that you are solid and to make sure that you are able to get the results and live a peaceful, happy life. Because at the end of the day, that is what we are here for. So make sure you don't allow your boundaries to get crossed. And the last thing is take time for yourself every day and think about everything, whether good or bad, and reflect on it. And that way you can see if you would want to make different decisions or if you were proud of yourself at how you handled the situation, then, you know, acknowledge your your growth, acknowledge your accomplishment and, you know, make sure that you're able to um, repeat that same action. If it worked for you the first time, you know, try it again the next time if that same situation happens and it was a favorable outcome. If you didn't have a favorable outcome, think of other solutions and just make sure that you're able to do what you need to do to be able to get the result that you want. All of these tips, I hope, will be helpful in navigating your everyday life. And um, if you guys want me to produce episodes that are a little bit more deeper because um, spirituality and, uh, you know, stuff that is like esoterical or, you know, metaphysical, I love those subjects so if that's something you want to hear in the future we can go in you really (laughs) like we can actually like talk about those things and we can we can dive deep if you also want to contribute to just let me know you can send me a voice note you can um write in to our uh email which i will leave everything in the uh the description of the episode so if you are interested in like participating or anything like that, just let me know. And I want to thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Glowhood Podcast. You can find us on social media pages at Glowhood Podcast and you can find us at www.glowhood.com. Please let me know if you like this type of um, content. If not, I can, you know, revert back to the self-help um the more surface level self-help but if you want something that's a little bit deeper let me know thank you so much and i hope you have a wonderful day whenever or wonderful experience whenever you're listening to this bye